Assalamualaikum everyone. This is Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. I'm Dr. Henna and it is the 11th of October. Where is the year going? Um, you might be listening to me on FM. We go on 107.9 FM across the whole of West Yorkshire. We are on DAB, Greater Manchester, Birmingham and Glasgow. I know some of you are listening on the Radio Sangam app on your phone. You can download it. It's for free if you're travelling around the country or you might be listening to us online on www.radiosangam.co.uk and I know there are people listening across the world because I get messages. So I do a show, as you guys know, on 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings. Um, today I'm actually here for two hours, not one hour. So sometimes I do a one hour, sometimes I do a two hour show. Now this morning I have been very kindly joined in the studio by Dr. Andrew Lockie, um, who is not only an A&E consultant, he is also the lead for a national collab- collaborative called Restart Hearts. We're going to ask him about that in a moment. Um, and he's a doctor twice, so he's a medical doctor and he's a PhD doctor. So um, thank you, Dr. Lockie, for coming in and joining me in the studio. My absolute pleasure. Um, so uh, do you want to just tell us a little bit about you um, for a minute? And then I'll ask you some, I'll ask you lots and lots of questions. So um, Dr. Lockie, um, may I might be able to convince him to stay with me for a couple of hours. Um, if you, If anybody wants to message into the studio, you can WhatsApp me on 07444202155 if you want to ask anything ask any questions after 11 o'clock we'll be able to or I will be able to um, answer some questions that are coming in so 07444202155 so yes um, a little bit about you Dr Lockie if that's okay Thank you very much, Henna. Well, yes, uh, I'm Andy Lockie. I'm a consultant in accident and emergency medicine uh, based at Halifax and Huddersfield Hospitals. Uh, and I've been doing that role for 18 years now. Uh, and that, that's, that's predominantly my day job. Um, but I'm also vice president of the Resuscitation Council UK. And as you kindly mentioned, I uh, lead on a national... Uh, initiative called Restart a Heart, and actually co-lead on World Restart a Heart as well. Uh, so uh, have links all around the world with people who've got the same sort of interests. Fabulous. Um, the reason that I wanted you to come in, Dr. Lockie, is to talk a little bit about CPR because it's important. Um, because I don't think a lot of people know about it. I think a lot of people don't really even know what that means. Um, and well. I, I, I just told Dr. Lockie actually before you guys came on that I, I'm doing a diploma myself in cardiology So and I've been uh, a medical registrar in hospitals before I went to general practice. So it's something that I've had direct involvement with as well um, as my role as a doctor. Before we even start, Dr. Lockie, can you explain something that I get asked sometimes? Um, what's the difference between a cardiac arrest and a heart attack and that's I'm asking you that because it's a question that I get asked sometimes likewise uh, I get asked that uh, quite a lot as well because there's a there's a lot of uh, misunderstanding around it and I think it's an important distinction to make so a heart attack is uh, is where people get chest pain uh, and they may feel a little bit sickly and the pain may go down the arm it may go into the jaw uh, and nowadays, it is an incredibly treatable condition. 
and the vast majority of people that we see who've had a heart attack make a full recovery. Some of them never have any problems again. Uh, whereas a cardiac arrest, that's clearly a serious event where the heart actually stops beating. And if the right things are done straight away, we can actually resuscitate people who've had a cardiac arrest. And that's the whole point of Restart a Heart, really. It's, it's getting the message out that if, if you witness somebody who has had a cardiac arrest, if you do the right things, they may actually pull through that okay. Yeah, so um, Dr. Lockie, as this is an Asian radio station, um, some of the listeners do get asked, uh, ask me if I can translate a little bit for them. So if that's okay, if I can just speak a little sure. bit of Urdu. So I'm saying that when I'm in my job, some people ask me if there's a cardiac arrest and heart attack, so when I'm in a heart attack, when I'm in a heart attack, I can block my heart and temporarily को खून नहीं जाता कार्डियक रेस्ट होता है जब आपका दिल फॉर सम रीजन स्टॉप हो जाता है और मैंने डॉक्टर आंडी लॉकी को बुलाया कि हमें थोड़ा सा इंफॉर्मेशन दे कि अगर हमने किसी को देखा है वो सडनली कलैप्स हुए बार वो हम क्या कर सकते तो मैं हमने थोड़ी सी वो उस चीजें के बारे में बात करनी है or a few uh, other questions that I'll ask him as well. Um, so we're going to talk about that shortly, Dr. Lockie. So I'd, I'd like you to give us all some information about what to actually do, um, you know, if we think somebody is in that state. Um, but I'd also like to talk um, today a little bit about um, the impact uh, of COVID-19, um, in particular in the, the the black, the Asian, the ethnic um, community. Um, can you just summarise in a minute um, kind of the main points and then we can, we can go into that in a bit more detail a bit later? Yeah, uh, unfortunately, COVID has had, well, it's, it's had a, a horrible effect on, on all communities, but the BAME community in particular. Uh, and during this last seven or eight months, what we've seen is that the number of people having a cardiac arrest has actually increased, and the number of people resuscitating or doing bystander CPR has decreased. So there is a huge message here. We need to, to, to understand that it is okay to resuscitate, and the way I'll describe it is, is a way that you can save a life whilst keeping yourself safe. Yeah, and I think... Um I mean, certainly, I think it's really important. So, you get in that we have seen that this COVID 19 time, some help helps when state. And I think I recognize that as well as being an issue. And I thought it was really important to talk about it and get somebody in who specializes in this area to talk about it. So, I would like people, if you want to, you can message in your questions. We'll try to answer them during the show, but we can definitely answer some questions after 11. So it's 7 So I'm going to play a song. Um, after we come back, we're going to talk about what CPR is and what to do um, if you see somebody that collapses. So we'll be back shortly after this. Oh, I decided to play something that has um the word heart in the in the t- title so um this is dil diagala so dr lucky dil means heart and dil diagala means talking of the heart so this is somebody who's basically saying they'd like to sit with somebody and talk about things of the heart so that's what they're kind of trying to say here <laughs> 
are listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. This is Dr. Henna on from 10 a.m. and I'm here all the way through till 12. This morning I'm kindly joined, if, you ha- if you've just joined us now, um, by Dr. And- Andy Lockie, who is an A&E consultant. And we've been talking a little bit about CPR, so that's kind of where the show is going today. Um, I'm just going to say I can see that a couple of people have tried to actually telephone into the studio. I'm really sorry. I cannot, we cannot take calls into the studio because, um, as I, I, I do tell people sometimes, we are not allowed to give personal medical advice. And it's really, really hard as doctors when somebody is actually live on the phone and asking us questions for us not to give our personal medical advice. So for that reason, if you do want to um, ask something and you've got something that you'd really like us to know, please, please message WhatsApp um, into the studio. I can't see the text messages properly this morning but if you whatsapp me i can see those messages they pop up on a screen next to me the number is 07 that's 07 um i've had a couple of messages already this morning uh, one from my friend actually emily saying sounding good i like the guest brilliant topic thanks emily um dr lucky um can you tell us what CPR actually means? What does that mean? Sure. Well, CPR stands for cardiopulmonary resuscitation. Uh, and it's, it's essentially if somebody has collapsed and they're not breathing normally, then they're in a cardiac arrest, so their heart is stopped. So CPR is a way of buying time until the emergency services arrive. So it's, it's, it's about pushing hard and fast on the centre of the chest. Uh, to the rate of about 120 beats per minute uh, and uh, as long as a person has called for help as well and a defibrillator is on its way with the paramedics or even a public access defibrillator uh, then there's a high chance that you could save somebody's life by doing that. So can you give us advice if you're with somebody mm-hmm. um, you might be out and about you might be at home so if somebody collapses in front of you you don't know if they're breathing. You don't know what's happening with the heart. Can you just give us all some advice? What should we do in that moment in time? The chances are that it will be at home. We know that over 80% of people who have a cardiac arrest will do so in the home. So it's vital that you, your family, your friends all know what to do. And this is a simple step-by-step of what you should do. So if somebody tragically collapses, they're unconscious, they're not breathing normally, the first thing to do is to ring for help. Dial 999, ring for an ambulance, because the sooner they get there, the better. Lay the person on their back. Don't put your head near to them to check if they're breathing or not. It should be immediately obvious. And the important thing to do then is to start doing chest compressions. Obviously, with COVID, some people are worried about whether they may catch COVID from somebody, particularly if it's a stranger. And what we're currently advising is to keep yourself safe, is to loosely place some material over the face, over the mouth and the nose, not in a way to to seal the airway or to, to, to close off the mouth and nose, just loosely place over, and that will provide a barrier to keep you safe. And then start doing chest compressions. So hand in the centre of the chest, other hand locked onto your other hand, and push down push hard and fast 
And traditionally, we've always used uh, sort of Western songs such as Nelly the Elephant or Staying Alive or even Baby Shark, I think, has recently been advocated uh, as a rate at which to push onto the chest. And you keep doing that until the paramedics arrive. So, पता चल जाएगा उनको देख के कि ये अगर ये सांस ले रहे हैं कि नहीं तो वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट है आपने पहले चीज जो करने आपने हेल्प सो यू नीड टू रिंग 999 वो जो 999 ऑपरेटर है ना आपको स्पीकर फोन पे कर सकते हैं अगर कोई और है आपके पास तो उनको कहें कि यू गेट हेल्प एंड आई विल स्टे विद दिस पर्सन तो अगर किसी किसी और है आपके पास तो फिर आपने ये कह रहे हैं कि हमें पता है कि ये कोविड नाइन्टीन के टाइम पे कोई लोग घबराएं कि मैंने मुझे डर लगता कि मुझे ना इन्फेक्शन हो तो प्लीज ये ये जो पर्सन इन फ्रंट ऑफ यू है ना ये तो पता नहीं है दे माई यू नो दे हैव माई एव स्टॉप बीटिंग तो हमने जो भी कुछ हम कर सकते हैं उनके लिए हमने करना है तो कह रहे हैं कि आप वेरी लूसली um dr locky when you said loosely place over the face can you just um that you're talking about the person that's collapsed correct right not yourself so correct. if you if you have a mask on you or if you have something then yes put that mask on um to aap wo pehne but ye jo aadmi collapse hua hai unke upar like a scarf or something like that or a piece of material um phir aapne chest compression shuru karne hai तो ये सेंटर ऑफ चेस्ट होना चाहिए आप इवन इफ यू हैवेंट डन दिस बिफोर ओके बिकॉज ये आप लाइफ सेविंग प्रोसीजर कर सकते हैं बिकॉज आपको अगर ये आदमी मरा हुआ है तो आपने यू आर नॉट गोइंग टू कॉज द मेनी हार्म इफ द इफ वी थिंक दैट दे माई ऑलरेडी बी डेड ओके सो दिस इज रियली इम्पॉर्टेंट बिकॉज दिस इज समथिंग दैट पीपल से टू मी वॉट इफ आई हर्ट दम दे माई बी डेड so whatever you do in that time is is either a life preserving procedure or not so um you know uh, i think it's really important for me to say that and, and these are the things that people have said to me oh i didn't do anything because i was scared i was going to hurt somebody is that right have you heard that as well absolutely yeah. uh, and somebody in that situation you can do no harm and the other thing which i'd like to just briefly add is if your mind goes blank and if you're not sure what to do don't worry because the ambulance operator will talk you through exactly what to do so you're not on your own in that situation mm. so when you ring 999 what happens is somebody on the end of the phone they say hello where are you what what service do you need you need to say ambulance service and then they'll ask you is the patient breathing so if they've collapsed in front of you they might not be, they're probably not breathing so you need to say no they're not breathing because what that what happens then is that that person that calls get put it gets put into a high priority category that means the ambulance needs to get there within a few minutes um so if you if you are on your own um put it on speakerphone start the chest compressions they'll help you they'll talk you through they won't get off the phone they'll stay with you um until the ambulance the paramedics arrive if somebody else is with you you tell them you ring the ambulance and you stay on the phone and I'll do the chest compressions the really important thing about chest compressions is you need to carry on and it is very tiring I've done chest compressions um Dr Lucky will have done many more than me um it's really tiring isn't it so it, yeah. it, it it it's hard work and it will be hard work um 
and I, I, we're going to give you some information later on about where you can go to find out how to do it and what videos to watch and things like that so we'll give you that information later don't worry I think the main message from today is don't just leave somebody in the in the worry that first of all you're going to harm them and the other worry about catching COVID-19 because you know we need to help people um, and those first few minutes are crucial the est- we estimate takes about seven minutes before the brain oxygen gets starved of oxygen something like that isn't it am i right or it, it, well basically yeah. if for every minute yeah that you do nothing the person ha- has a, a reducing chance of 10 percent of, of surviving mm. but doing chest compressions improves their survival by two to three times so you're buying time and the ambulance as you quite quite correctly said the ambulance operator will already have sent an ambulance whilst they're still talking to you and they have a target of eight minutes to get to you but often it's a lot lot quicker it may seem like a lifetime but they'll be there very quickly to help you so if you have chest compression it's very important that you carry on with that if somebody is with you, um, what you can do is after some compressions, you can actually ask the other person to take over. So you can be opposite each other with the person in front of you and you can say, right, I can do 30 or 60 or whatever it is that you feel like you can do. And then when the other person takes over, it needs to be immediately. So one person hands off the chest and the second person's hands need to go onto the chest straight away. And you need to keep doing that until help arrives okay now we are very blessed in this country we have an absolutely fantastic ambulance service and as soon as they arrive they will take over so it is the case of a few minutes and yes you can actually save somebody's life now um we are getting a couple of messages in um and one person has just messaged in and actually we talked about this this morning um somebody said um we need a an asian track to do this too um and we're getting a couple of suggestions in um, thank you i don't know the name of the people that have messaged me because i can just see the numbers because you've not put your name on the end it's actually something that we talked about this morning um because there isn't currently an asian song um that's recommended to do with this but i mean let's uh, think about it we I can think about love it to hear. and dr Lockie yeah. said he wants people to suggest things so uh, maybe you can suggest to me um message me about it and then we can we can get we can get that into the research council advice um it's the number is 07444 202155 if you're just joining us now um i'm dr henna who is here every sunday morning um, I started my show at 10. I'll be here till 12. Dr. Andy Lockie has kindly said that he'll stay with me. The first hour is just giving information. So we were talking about CPR. We were talking about what to do if somebody collapses in front of you. Uh, we're talking about the importance of trying to help and some of the common misconceptions or questions that we get asked and the importance of calling for help early. Um, 
everybody should know to ring 999 if you have children and um you should tell them the number so as as young as they as as young as they you can teach them um f- the number to call if they're worried or if they think somebody needs help or if somebody's collapsed or something if you can just teach them that number 999 um, and then the operator on the end of the phone can can help them can guide them along Right, so um, we're going to play another song. Uh, I did ask uh, Dr. Lockie to suggest something, and um, his suggestion, which is not available on our system, I'm afraid, was the BG staying alive, but we don't <laughs> we don't have it. So what I've done is I've just searched through the system to find something that I think might be appropriate um, to play for today. Um, so we're going to play Celine Dion. <laughs> My heart will go on because I think that's kind of quite appropriate for today. And then we'll be back after that um, to give you a little bit more advice.
गुपशप की टोलियाँ एक गुट में बांधा इसने सारा जहाँ नई है धड़कन नई है बोलिया दिलों को मिलाने वाला रेडियो संगम ए रेडियो संगम दिलों को मिलाने वाला रेडियो संगम ए रेडियो संगम रेडियो संगम 107.9 एफएम You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. If you're just joining me now, it's Dr. Henna. Um, I'm here with Dr. Lockie, who is an A&E consultant, um, and we've been talking about CPR. We've been talking since 10 o'clock. If you missed it and you want to listen to it, really, really important message today. You can listen later on www.radiosangam.co.uk. You can listen on Spotify. You can listen on iTunes. And I do put out... Um, how to listen on my social media afterwards so i am on instagram at dr d-o-c-t-o-r dot henna h-e-n-n-a and i'm on twitter trying to get to uh, use twitter a little bit more um it's at henna anwar and dr lucky you're on twitter as well aren't yes. you what's yes. your twitter handle uh, it's uh, at a lucky oh no it's at andy lucky but with the with a zero rather than a no okay they'll find you if they search dr andrew lucky um so uh, we've been given advice. Uh, I think the most important thing that we wanted to say today is that if somebody collapses in front of you, please, please, please try to do something. And we've been given a little bit of advice about that, how important it is to call for help early and how important it is to, to um, start chest compressions. Now, something that I personally have had people say to me, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> is that... Um, they don't want to do anything until the ambulance arrive. Now, um, that's that's just something that people have said to me um, within my patient clinics. When I've spoken to people about about this, when when we get chances to speak to people about things, um, I just want to tell you that, as Doctor Lockie said, every minute of time that you don't do anything, that person has decreasing chances of survival. And I think. You know, as doctors, we wouldn't think twice about doing something. And it is very scary. And even if I go back to thinking when I was a medical student, maybe even for me in somebody in that profession, so I can imagine just how scary it is. But please, you can save somebody's life. If it's your loved one, please, you can save their life. And um, we get a lot of Muslim listeners into our show, Dr. Lockie. So there is actually a belief in Islam that if you save the life of one person, it's as if you save the life of it, the whole of humanity. So that's how that's much... beautiful. Yeah, so that's... Um, it, it's just a, it's just a way to get the kind of message across, really. Um, some messages coming in. So um, somebody said... Um, somebody um, has messaged him saying, great advice, thank you, Dr. Lockie. I've had another one um, saying... Um, I'm aware. So we, this is something that we were going to talk about, Usma. Um, thank you for messaging in, Usma. I'm aware of the campaign to include CPR on the curriculum. Um, what is is there an update on that? Well, there's some really, really good news on that. Uh, as from this year, this academic year, 
CPR and basic first aid is on the school curriculum in England. So uh, all of you who've got children coming through the schools, uh, they will get taught CPR in the secondary school curriculum. Also in the first, uh, in, in the primary school curriculum, they're taught the basics of first aid and the basics of what to do. Because even though they may be too small to do CPR, they can still ring 999. They can still recognise if someone is poorly and do the right thing. So finally, after over 10 years of campaigning, uh, this is now an actual uh, an actual fact that this will be taught to all your children from this year onwards. This is just fantastic. This is just fantastic news because um, I've been a doctor for 10 years, since 2010, and I actually remember talking to Dr. Lockie. Um, Dr. Lockie was actually one of my supervisors when I was a brand new baby doctor and didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I actually remember Dr. Lockie talking to me about that right back 10 years ago. And now to hear you telling me that it is actually going to be part of the curriculum, this is just fantastic, um, brilliant news. So thank you um, to Uzma for sending in that question. Um, what has it been like, um, just as a side point, Dr Lockie, what's it been like for you over the last few months, just working as an A&E consultant in, uh, in, through the pandemic? It's, 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 been, it's been pretty tough. Um, we've seen a lot of people coming in with COVID and COVID-related problems, uh, and uh, there's been some pretty poorly people coming through the doors. Uh, and we've also seen a lot of people who've been quite scared and worried. Uh, and the big worry early on were people who were getting pe symptoms and signs of heart attacks but were too scared to come to casualty. Mm. Uh, and I think the message that I'd like to give is that if you are unwell and it's an emergency problem, mm. we are still open to see you. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we get people who also think that, they, that we are a substitute for their GPs, yeah. which is... is is not as appropriate but mm -hmm. if you're worried the doors are always open and particularly if you're getting chest pains had a stroke or any any severe problem uh, then then all of the A&E departments around the region uh, are, are open for you Yeah, um, so you're saying that if you have a chest pain or a shortness of breath or so please don't hesitate you can call A&E 999 um, I think um, Dr. Lockie just mentioned a really important point as well about the appropriateness of people going to A&E. Now, um, I, I've got something to say about that as well. So I've had messages from people asking, is the GP practice open? Um, yes, we're open. I work in general practice. I also do some shifts in um, in hospital as well, so I look in A&E around the region sometimes. But um, yes, we're open. I work in general practice. I have not actually had any time off work since going back from my maternity leave in February. So I haven't ha had any time off work, so we are still open. We are open. Please, 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 um, if you need to speak to your GP, uh, ring your GP practice. There are appointments. I, I've, my appointment slots have been full all week, so I know that um, GP appointments are available. Out of hours, you can ring 111. Um, there are lots of drop-in centres and also I think another service that's not utilised enough is the pharmacists. I think people don't go and ask the pharmacists for simple little bits of advice. Um, Dr Lockie, where can people get more information? What can they Google search to get more information? So the Resuscitation Council uh, website has got uh, a wealth of information which is www.resus.co.uk 
uh, and basically uh, on the, the front page there there is a, a section for the public. Uh, and, and there's various different resources. You mentioned there's videos. Uh, we've actually released a free app which can be used on tablets, smartphones, and the computer. And there's also a virtual reality version called Lifesaver, which has proved phenomenally popular. And that will enable you, your children, your family, to learn all the skills of CPR, including choking and chest compressions, uh, in the comfort of your own home, uh, in, a, in a very immersive uh, sort of format. Uh, and we do know of people who have gone on to save lives, having learnt from the Lifesaver uh, app. Fabulous. I'm getting loads of messages. Um, we are going to answer some messages, um, uh, questions, sorry, after 11 o'clock. We're going to play a song now, then we're going to go to ads and news. Sorry, yeah. can I just correct? It's yeah, resus.org. Resus.org, yep. Um, and we can give that information. I can share that information online and Radio Sangam can share that information as well. So um, this uh, song is not something that's got the word heart in it. But it's the person that sings part of it. Um, it is it's called Diljeet, and Dil means heart. So we'll get away with it for that. I'm so what? So what I did um, was try to find something that was a bit of English and a bit of Asian, like a bit of a mix. So enjoy this, um, and we'll be back after eleven o'clock to answer some questions.
Again, we're going out on our first date. You and me are 50, so all you can eat. Fill up your bag and a fill up the plate. We talk for hours and hours about sweet and sour and how your family is doing okay. We're even getting a taxi, kissing the taxi, tell the driver, make the radio play. Sing it like, girl, you know I want your love. Radio Sangam. You are listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM across Yorkshire. We're on DAB, Greater Manchester, Birmingham, Glasgow. I know there are people listening on the free Radio Sangam app on their phones. Or you might be listening online, www.radiosangam.co.uk. People can listen to the shows afterwards. We go on a podcast on the Sangam website, Spotify, iTunes, if you're listening later thank you so much i've been here in the studio with dr andrew lucky since 10 o'clock this morning i've convinced him to stay um because some people message in saying please can you ask him to stay but i i just uh, asked him um, from my pleaded to him please can you stay and answer some questions um can we just give a quick update um on what we've talked about so far if uh, anybody wants to message in uh, it's 07444 Two zero two one five five. You want to give a shout out to someone quickly before we talk? I do. I've just seen uh, a lovely tweet from uh, an old friend and a bit of a hero of mine, uh, Saj Azeb, who's returning to uh, to our locality to work in a senior leadership role at Bradford Hospitals, uh, and he's just sent a lovely tweet. So thank you very much, Saj. Thank you, Saj, and thank you to a couple of people that are listening um, from Calderdale Royal. 
uh, because uh, Omar uh, sent <laughs> sent out lo- loads of messages telling people to listen to to our show. Um, and also, thank you to a few people that have messaged into the studio. Um, uh, I don't have everybody's names, but the people that did put their names. Thanks, Ifti. Thanks, um, Uzma. Thanks, Nuzza. Thanks, um, Emily. Um, a few people with no names. Um, and my mum. Thanks, mum. Thanks for listening to my mum. Listens to all of my shows, Doctor Lockie. <laughs> um, so, can we give uh, just a little recap about what we've talked about so far um, for people that missed it? So, uh, basically, what we're talking about this morning is if the the horrible, tragic situation if somebody collapsed uh, collapses and is not breathing normally. Uh, in other words, they've had a cardiac arrest. Uh, and it's just giving the advice on on what to do in that that sort of scenario because the likelihood is, unfortunately, that the majority of people do this in the home. Uh, so it may be a, a loved one, it may be a family member or a friend, and and you can save a life whilst keeping yourself safe. It only takes two hands to save a life, and what you need to do is ring for an ambulance, roll them onto their back. Maybe lay lay some uh, piece of material over the mouth and nose just to keep yourself safe uh, of the person's nose and, and face. But then start doing chest compressions at a rate of 120 per minute. Uh, and we've got a little bit of a, a sort of competition going, I think, at the moment that we're wanting to hear some great Indian, some great Bollywood songs that are at the rate of 120 per minute. Because all of the songs we uh, talk about, they're all, they're all things like Nella the Elephant and Staying Alive. But uh, Hannah and I have been discussing about the, the wonderful positivity from some really good Bollywood songs. So we'd love to hear what you would suggest to be on the ideal playlist so that you know that if you do have to do this, you're doing chest compressions at the right rate and that the ambulance is on its way. And even if you forget all of this, by ringing the ambulance, the operator on the other end of the phone will talk you through calmly what to do and hopefully you can then save a life. So we're just, I mean, just to reiterate everything that you said, it's just so, so important that we try to help when we do see somebody in this situation because remember, it might be you. You're listening um, and you're thinking about what you would do in the situation, but nobody ever thinks about what it would be like if actually they were the person that collapsed and I'm sure that you would want somebody to help you so if you can just try to put yourself into that you know f- think about what you would want somebody to do if 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 um, you collapsed in in front of them as well um i'm just going to read a couple of messages dr lockie because i did say that after 11 we'll be able to answer some questions so um somebody said um when will they when will they start teaching on the curriculum dr Lockyer? do we know do we have a date so it's it's actually now on the english curriculum from this academic year uh, now obviously with all the disruptions around covid it's not necessarily going to be the beginning of the academic year uh, so that's september through to uh, may june next year so at some stage during this year uh, you'll find that the schools will start teaching that and certainly the resuscitation council uk were working very closely uh, with the education sector to try give them some guidance on on how to teach this in an enjoyable format. Um, Safia in Halifax um, says thank you very much for the show. Um, somebody without sorry without a name has said um, um, what what is it. <laughs> 
what symptoms um is it okay to go to A&E with then so i think we just explained that a little bit before so anything that you think is as an emergency so central chest pain if you're feeling acutely short of breath so i mean if you're struggling with your breathing or you know if somebody collapses in front of you or you've you think that you've um there's an accident where there's a broken bone um and what other things just quickly um, so yes all of those things if you if you're having a weakness down one side of the body so think you may be having a stroke uh things like that uh, i mean essentially we are there for emergency problems and obviously with covid we've got limited sort of capacity so we we need to focus on people with emergency problems as as henna said in the first hour of this show gps are still open they may choose to do a consultation over a phone or a video and that's still equally as good as face to face in the vast majority of situations um but uh, but certainly, uh, you know, if, you, if you're having an emergency problem, that's what we're there for in the emergency department. Yep. So um, we just mentioned a minute ago about songs when you're doing CPR. And, you know, when I was taught, it was Nelly the Elephant and you would kind of do CPR to that. Um, Dr. Lockie asked me this morning if I know of any kind of Asian songs that people could use. So I'm asking you guys, um, can you think of anything? And if you can, will you message me or think about it or message me after the show? Um, I'm on Instagram at Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R.Henna and on Twitter, Henna Anwar. Um, you can search Dr. Andrew Lockie on Twitter as well and message him. Um, so, um, Hambuchre ke jab maine sikha tha CPR wo ham English song Nelly the Elephant or aaj kal wo Baby Shark song hai wo wo karte I won't sing it. I won't subject you to that. Um, so, if you can think of something, um, I know people are listening because I'm getting some questions coming in. Um, will you message me and we'll have a look through and I'll I'll, I'll pass them on to Doctor Lockie afterwards at oh seven four four four. Two zero two one five five. Um, we're going to go to another song now. Um, I'm going to, uh, we're going to answer some questions after, um, after this song. This is called Vermai, and there's no, there's no heart in this. Um, it's just a song that I like. Um, uh, that uh, somebody, somebody requested it last week, and I didn't get a chance to play it, so we'll play it today. Um, and we'll be back after this song to answer some questions. So if you have sent a question, we are going to try and get through them. Okay. Um, and we'll be back shortly.
You're listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. The number for the show is 07444202155. WhatsApp me your questions. I've been here since 10 o'clock. I'm with Dr. Andrew Lockie, who is an A&E consultant, and we've been talking about CPR. We also told everybody the fantastic news that CPR will be included in the curriculum. We talked a little bit about that and we've been giving advice to people about what to do if you see somebody who's collapsed in front of you. If you've missed it and you'd like to listen to that, you can listen later. The show will go on as a podcast online on www.radiosangam.co.uk and Spotify and I'm told iTunes as well. And we are getting some messages in from people saying thank you for giving out this um, valuable information. So again, thank you, Dr. Lockie, for coming in. Um, I've had a question from somebody just asking you to give out the, the details about where to get advice. Again, please, if you can just do that again. Sure. Uh, so www.resus dot org dot uk and that's the website for the resuscitation council uk and we have a section on there for the public uh about how to to, to learn cpr uh and it also also gives details of all the restart a heart uh work that we're doing because this friday coming 16th of october is restart a heart day which is the annual day that we we celebrate uh all the training initiatives that's going on and key partners key partners in this region with us are the yorkshire ambulance service who've done phenomenal work over the years in training school children how to do cpr and um somebody just um might have missed it what you said before 
what age should we start teaching children to ring 999 or um you know even even about cpr what age should that be occurring so children of all ages can learn how to do cpr and what to do in an emergency and even if they're not old enough or strong enough to do cpr uh, we've got great stories of kids who've actually talked through their parents or other family members or friends of what to do uh, because kids are the best people to train they're like sponges they soak up new knowledge wonderfully uh, and this is the sort of thing that they love to learn uh, so uh, certainly the new curriculum, the primary school children will be taught basic first aid and how to ring for help, uh, but it's it's going to be taught in the secondary schools of how to actually do CPR. And not forgetting as well the importance of defibrillators uh, and public access defibrillators as well because they, they can enable you to actually save a life before the ambulance arrives. Mm-hmm. So is that something that I didn't really talk about? So a defibrillator is... Um uh, in simple terms, it's a device that has two sticky pads, um, very different from maybe what you might see on the TV where it looks like two huge metal things. It doesn't look like that uh, in real life now. There are two sticky pads that go on the chest. There are pictures on the defibrillator that tell you exactly where to put it. The, the ones that are used out in the public, they have an on and off switch um, and it basically just talks you through the whole process of where to stick the pads, what to do, um, uh, and if you can shock and if you can't shock and it basically just goes through the whole process with you i would advise if you work somewhere where there is a defibrillator um just to go and have a look at it so you know uh, exactly where it is and how to um open the open it um and for people that are don't have defibrillators uh, again we've given advice um which i'm just going to keep saying over and over again the importance of ringing 999 early um as soon as you notice somebody's collapsed uh, please don't wait please don't um walk off and uh, go to ring 999 you can ring 999 and put put your phone on speaker because most people will do it on their mobile phone and the the operators on the other end of the line they will talk you through everything um i've had a message um thanks sarah um somebody called sarah who said i had no idea cpr wasn't on the curriculum already yep i mean this is uh, what we talked about before sarah um so when I first when I first met Dr. Lockie ten years ago, uh, they were campaigning to try and get CPR included in the school curriculum back then, and it's only now that it's been included. So um, yeah, it's fantastic news, and I think teaching children about it um, this invaluable information and um, certainly uh, I think from my point of view um, now having a daughter myself you know I want her as she's growing up to know about simple first aid what to do if somebody collapses and you know I'll be trying to teach her as soon as she's able she's only a little yet um, you know the number 999 and how to how to do that Hoga, um, and we just think it's fantastic, fantastic news. Um, somebody's um, messaged asking about COVID nineteen. Um, I was expecting some questions about this. A lot of misinformation online, um, and some. Uh, what do you think about uh, messages that are going around on on, uh, on social media and WhatsApp saying that COVID nineteen isn't real, Doctor Lucky? Um, I don't even know if we should even justify real. that with a response. No, it is certainly real. Uh, it's it's out there. It's getting it, it is getting worse again. Um, I, I just advocate everybody just follow follow the advice, which is to wear a mask, 
to wash your hands frequently and to keep two metres apart, uh, none of that will do any harm to yourself, uh, quite the opposite. Uh, and it, it's, it's sensible advice. It is real, it is out there, and we can beat it if we do the right thing. Um, again, um, I've had a couple of messages myself from people saying, is it um, something that you are over-exaggerating? Um, no. Um, as a doctor who works in general practice and sometimes this shifts in the hospital, and as Don Dr Lockie works in the hospital, I've seen people with the symptoms. Um, I've spoken to people within general practice who have actually lost family members, lost friends, people that have died from COVID-19. So, you know, for me to get those questions, it's kind of just uh, astonishing, really, because it's just a shock because this is... We are living through a time, I think, um, probably the NHS is seeing the, the biggest test of its lifetime, I think. Um, and certainly I never Absolutely. thought when I qualified as a doctor, and you read about these things um, when you're training about pandemics. I mean, I certainly did not think that we would ever, ever live in this time um, to see something like this. Absolutely. And, and I, I think the other thing, the other message I'd get out to people is if you're eligible for it, get yourself a flu jab because uh, we've got yep. flu season coming as well uh, and the combination of flu and COVID doesn't yep. bear thinking about. I've talked about it. I've talked about that so many times, Dr <laughs> Lucky, about getting the flu jab. I think we'll, we'll, give a, we'll give a little bit more information about the flu jab again um, after this. So I'm going to play another song now. This one was chosen completely by me. Um, I, don't, I don't know if uh, Dr Lucky uh, likes Sean Paul, but we're going to play a Sean Paul song. I'll Sean give Paul. You the answer after I've heard it. <laughs> this is Sean Paul and Beyonce, and it's called Baby Boy, um, and it's just one that I like so we're going to play it and then we'll be back um, uh, there are a few questions and we are going to get to them people so um, if you haven't had an answer yet it might be coming up after after this um, so stay with me Radio Sangam 107.9 FM Dr Henna and I'm in the studio with Dr Lockie and we'll be here till 12 o'clock so we've got about another half an hour to answer your questions Just looking at the water glistening off my body. 
to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM I've been getting some questions on 07444 Somebody's messaged in Dr Locke is saying where can they get uh, CPR, actual CPR training So that's a very good question and there's a variety of organisations So that's a yeah, very good question That's uh, there's a variety of organisations uh, that provide training ranging from the British Red Cross St John Ambulance, Yorkshire Ambulance Service and quite a, a range of first aid uh, training uh, organisations as well I think realistically at this moment in time, face-to-face training is limited. So there are also online ways that you can train yourself. And I've already mentioned the the Lifesaver app. If you just Google uh, Lifesaver, uh, which is free to download, free to use, uh, and it's a charitable endeavor. And that, that is a way that you can train yourself how to do CPR and how to react in an emergency. या तो ये कह रहे हैं कि अगर आपने ट्रेन करना है सीपीआर में तो अभी तक तो फेस टू फेस इतने नहीं हो रहे बिकॉज़ ऑब्वियसली विद द कोविड-19 पेंडेमिक सो मोस्ट ऑफ द कोर्सेज आर बीइंग डन ऑनलाइन एट द मोमेंट एंड इफ यू डोंट रिमेंबर व्हाट डॉक्टर लॉक इज जस्ट सेड इफ यू जस्ट गूगल सीपीआर ट्रेनिंग और फ्री सीपीआर ट्रेनिंग इट शुड कम अप विद अ फ्यू things had a niche question from Uzma um, who's asking about symptoms of uh, high blood sugar which in medical terms we call hyperglycemia so um, that wouldn't usually happen unless you're diabetic um, if you don't have diabetes and um, you think you may have diabetes so some of the symptoms um, Uzma that people come in with um, they say uh, they feel really thirsty um, so that's one of the things um, a dry mouth um, needing to go to the toilet a lot um, feeling really tired sometimes 
sometimes it can cause blurred vision. Um, sometimes people can be losing weight. Um, occasionally you can get recurrent infections, especially in the in the um, urine, um, because when the when the sugar's high in the wee, um, it can. It, make that kind of environment down there rife for infections such as the thrush and things like that um when it starts to get bad um you can get stomach ache really bad stomach ache um feeling or actually being sick um getting drowsy and then um sometimes your breath can smell very sweet um which obviously no we don't use it as a diagnosis but if you are getting any symptoms um like that or if you know anybody that's getting any symptoms like that it's a really easy test um a couple of easy tests that we can do uh, within general practice um unless you've got any severe symptoms you don't need to go to a and e with it so if you're feeling more thirsty than normal if you're weeing a bit more than normal but otherwise you feel okay make an appointment with your gp and we can test you for diabetes and certainly if you've got a family history of diabetes and we know within the south asian community there is a higher higher risk of diabetes um then and if you are worried if you are getting any symptoms like that then you know all you have to do is make an appointment with somebody like me in general practice and we can test you we can test you for that um so I hope that answers your question, Uzma. Um, we've, I'm just letting Dr. Lockie know now um, that I've had uh, a lot of comments c- coming in to say really useful information and a lot of people that are not ac- actually asking any questions and just saying thank you. So I just wanted to, to let you know um, how, how invaluable that information has been. Um, I'm going to play a song that somebody's requested and then we're going to kind of tie everything up um, after this and answer a few more questions. So this is called Ye Duria and somebody's asked for this, is Jasmine, um, who's asked for this que- um, song. So we'll play that for you, Jasmine, and then um, um, Dr. Lockie will answer a couple of final questions um, because then we'll have news and ads and things um, before the hour. Um, and I'm sure you'll all agree with me that it's been really, really useful information. If you know Dr. Lockie and you're listening and you, you're working at Calderdale Hospital and you're listening, say thank you to him when you see him. <laughs> Yeah. 
to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM um, I've had a message from one of my patients um, thank you <laughs> you recognise my voice because I do phone and video appointments you see Dr Lockie um, so they've never seen me but they recognise my voice hello hope you're well um, and a few more messages uh, saying thank you Dr Lockie for coming in and speaking to us right so Dr Lockie mentioned just before about the flu vaccine now as a doctor, I'm worried about people getting flu. We are now broaching kind of that uh, flu season, seasonal flu season. Now, over we estimate sixteen to seventeen thousand people per per year in the UK um, may lose their lives uh, because of the flu. So, the, the government this year um, decided that they would actually offer the vaccine to more people than they've ever offered it before. So, you uh, so already. Over over 65s are eligible for the flu vaccine. People that have certain conditions, you'll know because you will have had the vaccine before and school children. But this year, um, people over the age of 50, plus the people that have been shielding, and now they've added an extra school year into the flu. So um, because of the way that the flu vaccine, vaccines work within general practice, now these are being offered at different times. So um, when you ring your GP, you might get told um, you need to book an appointment here or here or here um, because of the, the availability of the vaccine. But the important thing to say is, this is something that we can do something about. So please, if you're eligible for the flu vaccine, please get it, get it. Um, because what we don't want is a situation where somebody 
gets COVID and then gets flu because that will make you so, so, so poorly. Um, so this is for your safety. And um, I've had my flu vaccine. Um, I'm sure that Dr. Locke has had his flu vaccine as well. So all healthcare professionals will have their vaccine. Um, somebody is just messaging the flu vaccine has gelatin in it. It doesn't. So the injectable flu vaccine does not have gelatin in it. Um, the, the one you're talking about, the person that's messaged in, um, Nav, um, you're talking about the nasal flu vaccine, um, that has, um, uh, uh, products of, um, gelatin in. Now, the, the Muslim Council of Britain and the British Islamic Medical Association, they have all said for, for somebody's safety, you are allowed, um, you know, that, so, so they, they're not putting, um, uh, any sort of restriction on this so you know for parents uh if they're worried about that so it's it's your decision as a parent but certainly if it's if for example if it's an asthmatic child f- to save a life you are allowed to give a treatment um but the the one that we are talking about um the, the injectable flu vaccine does not have does not have that in it um and it's just uh, that's just a question that just came in just now um just quickly to give out the important messages again for today if you haven't been listening so I, I've been here with Dr Lockie since 10 o'clock we've been talking about CPR if you've missed it and really important messages you can listen back on www.radiosangam.co.uk on Spotify and iTunes the main most important message that we're giving out today and you know obviously uh, Dr Lockie is aware that this is a um, a station that's primarily listened to by Asian people is unfortunately uh, South Asians are more likely um, to get COVID-19. Um, uh, in fact, we, we estimate probably twice as likely, we're twice as likely to die from it. Um, and this is obviously concerning, worrying for somebody like me, um, being an Asian population. But what, what also I've been seeing in my practice is people kind of just being worried about helping people that are poorly. And just to reiterate the importance of if you do see somebody who's not well, ring 999 um, and... Um, start CPR if somebody collapses in front of you um, and what we mean by that is hands on the chest and pressing very hard and speak to the ambulance service um, uh, the operator on the phone and they will guide you along um, uh, we've got a couple of minutes um, to talk on Dr Lockie so final messages final messages so final message from me is that if somebody has collapsed and they're not breathing normally you can actually help to save their life uh, doing something is far better than doing nothing. Uh, if you ring 999, you've got a friend on the other end of the line who can help talk you through if you've forgotten anything at all. But if you've had training at any stage in your life, it's a bit like learning how to ride a bike. Those skills will come back to you rapidly when you need them, even if you haven't used them for many, many years. And I've seen many, many people who have used those skills. I've got some very good friends now who have survived cardiac arrest. Uh, one very good friend uh, called Neil, who uh, was saved, his life was saved by his son, wow. who had learnt CPR at school uh, and essentially did CPR f- uh, for about 10 minutes whilst the ambulance arrived. And he's alive and well, uh, and a great testament to, to what you can do. Ham ke jab bhi koi aapke samne collapse hoy please unki madad kijiye please cpr kar le if you want to learn anything about it i mean you could just google cpr um and that will tell you what it is cpr training free cpr training is available online you can just google it we don't need to give you all the all the details um 
So I've been here with Dr. Lockie since 10 o'clock this morning. Um, we chose the subject of CPR because it's so, so important. Because as doctors, what we want to do is try to save lives. That's um, part of our job. That's the reason, you know, for a lot of us to go into the job so we can help people. And, you know, um, we can't do that by ourselves. We need we need people to, to help along. And if you know um, that, if you know, if you've just got that little bit of information where you can do something to help somebody, um, it, it can, and this is not an exaggeration, you can actually save that person's life, which is just amazing and fantastic. And, you know, can you just imagine if you did that for someone and then um, the, the ambulance service or the hospital tell you later on, it's because of you that this person's still alive. Can you just imagine how that would even, how that would feel? So, you know, and if it's a loved one, if it's a loved one, if it's a person that's a loved one and then you do that for someone, isn't that just a fast, amazing? And if it's you, if you're the person that collapses and then when you come round, if, if you get told that, you know, because this other person knew CPR um, or, or try to help you, that's the reason that you're still alive, which is a situation that, you know, I have been in where people, we call it bystander CPR, where that's happened and it's because of those people that they're still alive. So um, we have to go now. Um, I'm going to play Snow Patrol chasing cars to play out with only because it's just something that I like. Um, so uh, every week um, I end my shows, Dr. Lockie, with um, a Rumi quote because Rumi is my favourite poet. So... Um, I'll be back next week, people, um, 10 o'clock, and uh, my roomy quote for this week is, the only lasting beauty is the beauty of the heart. So that was my roomy quote to make it specific Perfect. to today. Um, I'm at Dr. Henna on uh, Instagram, and I'm Henna Anwar on Twitter. Um, follow me, send me your questions, suggestions for the show. Um, this is Chasing Cars by Snow Patrol to play out with. I'll be back next week. Until next week, I wish you peace and good health. Thank you so much, Dr. Lockie, for joining me. Um, so, yeah, peace and good health.
Radio Sangam. Sabzi ngat 